Hey, it's the Balcony Boys. We're not available. Leave a message. Beep. Hey, uh, it's Tony V. Uh, I'm trapped. Don't Cecilia. Say hello. Hi. Uh, and we, she had no idea I was in the movie, One Crazy Summer, which I know the Balcony Boys are doing a whole podcast about. Couldn't be more excited about my role as the angry man on the boat. A pivotal scene with the most, one of the most iconic uh, lines ever uttered in movie history. Hey, you kids. You see that? I just brought it right back up for my performance. Hey, you kids. See how I did that? I had 30 something years, million years ago. I can still do it. All right, thanks, fellas, uh, and uh, enjoy. We're going to continue to drive. We can't let them walk away with everything. If we give in, we're giving all in to all the cute fuzzy bunnies in the world. I honestly, Bill, nothing wrong with that. You have a nothing wrong with bunny? a cute fuzzy you bunny. You ever meet a bunny that scared you? I mean, don't say Monty Python. A bunny that scared me? Yeah, I had a bunny no, to my yard No, I don't think today. so. Yeah, did you run him over the lawnmower? No, I should. We, Why? Jesus Christ. You're the one that came up with it. Don't give me shit for it, dude. This is your idea. Right. I mean, you came up with it, I implement it, then I'm the bad guy. Fuck this. Cancel yeah, this you... whole thing. All right, well, I would, but we have a special guest on the pod today, so oh, we can't do that. Oh, that's never happened. That's, it literally has never happened. Is this three boys in a balcony today? No, it's two boys and a guidance counselor, ladies and gentlemen, on a very special, the closing out the month of Jolly. Jolly. We're closing it with Jolly 5, as far as I'm concerned, even though it came yep, out the, before. It came out before 3 and 4, but this is this is an official Jaws sequel. Yeah. Accidentally, I didn't even know it when we picked it. It's One Crazy Summer in the Balcony with it, Ken and Reed, it, the TV been a guidance crazy counselor. Solo. Certainly has. Here's the theme song. You fucking idiots. I apologize. The audience, not not the guests. Okay, thank you. I apologize for talking okay. over you that, that Sean. So, song's playing now. Bye. Two boys in a balcony, in a balcony, a balcony. Welcome back, Two Boys in a Balcony. Me, Sean Sullivan, as always, joined by... John Cusack on the balcony nope. today. No, no, Bill McMorrow. It's John Cusack Bill. has never been on the balcony, has he? Is this the first Cusack He has movie? not. Uh, I believe so. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we've done John Cusack. Cusack doesn't really... I think legally he doesn't leave Chicago, so... Well, but he's, we been really... in a few, he's been in a few movies set in New England. He has? Uh, stand Wait by a second, me. Bill. Did you hear a voice? Stand by. That was me, Sean. You know I do very good voices. I'm impersonating. Oh, that uh, sounded like. That sounded like my old friend. It's Ken Reed from the TV Guidance Counselor podcast. Hi, hey, Ken gentlemen. Reed. Hello, Ken. How's, uh, how's the weather on the South Shore? Uh, right now it's about a, it's about uh, I'd say about 86 degrees outside on my deck. I have to record outside because I'm no longer allowed indoors. Yeah, we're oh. tank talk topping it on the South Shore tonight. Well, I'm in yeah, my no s- cooled by central air studio. This, oh, 
Ken, that room is that that room is stifling. No matter, I don't care how much air you <laughs> pump in that room. We both have sat in that room, me and Bill. I assume. Yep. I assume you let Bill into the studio. He didn't record yeah. on the porch. No. Uh, yeah, it was no, pre-COVID, so I got to go in. Yep. Nice. Yeah. No more. He wouldn't let you in there now. No, I no the go bear. In now. The bear is the bear is where the guests would be. Yeah, too many people in the uh, in that studio. You got too much stuff in there to have to wipe down. Yeah, well, this I mean, is going to be very yeah. exciting for the um, thirteen listeners that we have that also listen to your program. Oh, it's going to ba- be a big Baker's one. Dozen. It's a Venn diagram. Yep. Baker's Dozen. We might get our twenty fifth review this week. Shot. Oh, nice. can you believe it? That'd be a boost. That'd be that great. Oh. Have you got any bad ones yet? We got uh, a four star, and I took it personally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, someone will be like, "This is a great, this is a great podcast. Yeah, they do a really good. good job." Three stars. I forget what it was. It was about I, one particular movie that we watched, and they were like, "Oh, I love this movie." So I listened to the podcast. Four stars. And it's like, well, I mean, you, I guess it could have been worse, but I, I didn't sleep for a couple of days. Yeah. Oh, it was uh, the Lovely Bones. Somebody put put a oh, review Lovely specifically. Bones, yeah. I. I've been looking for a podcast that would talk about this movie. Why anybody would look specifically for a podcast to talk about that piece of shit, I don't know. But because they that, are either that's, related that to, stands it's a sex thing. Yeah. Or they're it's, related that to That stands as one of the worst. Yeah, but we've done better Stanley Tucci movies. We have. No I such thing like as a bad Stanley Tucci movie. The Lovely Bone stinks and you know it. Spotlight. Uh no, this is exci- this is this is very exciting. Uh, it's uh two boys in a balcony as always, uh and uh, and Ken also is here, because uh, I'll be honest with you, we we really did this uh, big sweeps month where we watched all four Jaws movies, mm-hmm. and then uh, it did uh, nothing to move the needle. Didn't uh, no. It turns out Jaws heads don't uh, care about our commentary upon the films, so well, we figured we'll close out July. We'll bring on a special guest. Uh, I'll give you give you a little business information about podcasts that I learned Uh, in COVID. Everyone's podcast way down. Oh, it's got to be. Everyone's watching TV now. Well, it's because people don't have driving. You're not driving. And then also there's a bunch of like super famous people who are putting out like daily free content. Yeah, Yeah. I'm I'll be honest. COVID. I'm about three years behind on TV guidance counselor. So, yeah, it's fair enough. It's been tough. Yeah. This pandemic is really. But you you read that book about global pandemics three years ago, and you've just been worried since. Yeah, well, you know you know I've been worried about pandemics since the day we met. I yeah, said it's true. coming. I, I saw mean, the movie Contagion, and I said it's coming. You keep saying pandemic, but I think you mean plandemic. Oh well, yeah. I mean, you keep yeah, dropping the you know L. What? I don't That's get true. it. I'm yeah. I'm trying not to get tagged and put on any kind of government lists. Oh, you're there, buddy. So, I have to be. I certainly yeah. am. I got to be at this point. Um, yeah, no, Ken, uh, for, for for Jesus Christ, if there are any of our listeners that aren't uh, listeners to the TV Guidance Counselor, yeah, I don't know that I want you guys listening to our podcast <laughs> yeah, anymore. Yeah, don't be silly. You should be over there. Yeah, uh, Ken is uh, is uh, my, my, my very old uh, dear friend. You know, I hate I that because on... you guys are both younger than me, so please don't say old. I just turned 40, man. That's yeah, not but that. Yeah, me and be... coming up on... 17 years of friendship probably yeah yeah oh you guys yeah that's a whole you, uh, that's a whole goddamn life our, our friendship's almost legal our friendship can drive i dare can say Ken it's used barely to buy legal for you? what's up used to no he never would uh, did you uh, ever ask also, me to I'm, 
No, because we met when I was tw- we met when I was twenty one. I think. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, that'd you be buy weird. for me, but you're old enough still. I just want. That I want you to pay. <laughs> I just want that failing. Uh, he did. He did offer to buy, but it was a significant upcharge. It was really. Yeah. You got to make money. I was somehow. only doing it for the convenience. Well, I signed. I signed the bottles. You know. Like yeah, 50 and I, cent. And, I yep. and it really sucked because I wanted to drink the stuff, but I knew that if I open it the price depepreciates right away as soon as you get off the lot you have 50 yeah. percent yep that's put all crazy my investment the bottle's in, uh, still there yeah yeah but uh really the value is the alcohol inside that's true um yeah well anyway boys uh it's been fun this is the hey, podcast, take care, guys uh, good night see you later have a good night uh uh if this is your first time listening because uh you're uh you know you're a fucking ken stan and you, you gotta you gotta absorb everything he does. Uh, we Google are uh, the Balcony Boys. Up. You know me. I've been on. I've been. Uh, well, I was at one time the most frequent guest on uh, TV Guidance Counselor. Yeah, I think you're I think on probably f- four times, five times. Uh, I think I've not done enough four. as far as I'm concerned, Sean. Yeah. Me and yeah. me and Lamont Price were uh, were tied for a while. I think. Yeah. Um, but you know what? Post pandemic, I'm gonna get back up there. Say hi to Rachel, pet yeah. uh, two of the dogs. Are you scared well, of Larry, one of the dogs? Uh, What's up? Lar- Larry's not no, a I just fan. like to divide and conquer, you know what I mean? I like to play uh, mind games. He's heard your comedy. Maybe I pet two of them on the way in. I pet two different ones on the way out. Ken has very big dogs, too. I've met They're them. large. Uh, Petey, Teddy, Teddy right? and Te- Larry. Yep. And no, no one knows know they're big for some reason. They're like, why don't you post pictures online that have more reference points for their size? Well, you really are should. Are they poodles, <laughs> right? Uh, two, yeah, they're all one's a standard poodle and the other two are mixed. Which you should make sure there's a deck poodle. of plank. I always think small, but they're big. Oh yeah, yeah. That's you should put a you. deck of playing cards next to them in all your pictures, so we have a scale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're like, wow, that is much bigger than a deck of playing cards. Yep. A quarter. Oh, wow, that is much smaller. Go with a bread if, box. In case you get a dog think, that is smaller. I think a bread box is standard. De- or if I, I could borrow someone's baby and just have the baby's arm in all the photos. Can I borrow your That's baby true. to you could do scale that. to my dog? Um, but no, this is uh, this is a New England film podcast. Uh, each week we, we pick a different film set in New England. Uh, we watch it. Set in the hills then, uh, or the valleys of the six great states of New England we have. All six of them. I think we've hit. Yeah, you want to run them down? Yeah, f- New Hampshire still, I believe. We still got yeah, New Hampshire, there, right? Have they cut off For now? Maine. Big Maine, Trump Vermont, country up no. there, so they might break off. Oh, to be honest, you'd be surprised how much of Massachusetts Vermont. is Trump country, too. Vermont. Yeah. Turns out New England not really as progressive as we think. Yeah, but the the racist dum dums that are the biggest Trump supporters don't actually vote because they don't really know how to do it. That's true. It's tough, man. It's a hard process to go in and fill out the card. Yeah, you got to know your name and your address. Once we get rid of this postal service, that are holding us all back. Oh, thank God, Jesus Christ! Yeah. Finally, you're yeah. I'm trying to get here. somewhere, and there's all these mail trucks on the road. I don't need this. Yeah, well, they should be female trucks. If I could get rid of the mailbox, then I wouldn't have these kids knocking them over with baseball bats all the time. If I could get rid of the, of mailboxes, I wouldn't be so confused about Trump supporters that look like mailboxes and who's a person and who's a mailbox. Oh, yeah, that is tough, dude. They dress in Sometimes, similar colors. It's like, 
Man, I wish this guy would get out of my way. Oh, I've been sitting behind this fucking mailbox for three hours. I can't tell you in the last three months how many times I've been walking into a Walmart or something and been like, is that guy not wearing a mask or is that a mailbox? I can't. Yeah. Well, he and won't be doing it on Thanksgiving this year, Sean. S- especially, especially if they're in the subway in the Target and you're seeing them unhinge their jaw to put down those footlongs. You yeah, know, it dude. looks like a mailbox. Open it up to be, you know, just give me the mail. Do you think that's the best subway, the one that's in the Walmart? Or do you, would you rather go to a, would you rather go to a, a straight up subway franchisee, or would you want to go to the one tucked into the Walmart? Um, well, presumably, if I'm going to Subway, it's going to be like a last meal, leaving Las Vegas style thing, where I'm yep. trying to eat bad food <laughs> till I kill myself. Yep. So yep. if I'm going to do it, I'm going to go to Walmart because at right. Walmart, it really you really get that intense, uh, cheap meat smell at Subway that you <laughs> it tend to get up over time. Yeah, yeah. There's only one good Subway, uh, and it is tucked in the back of uh, New York the Rainmaker City. Casino at Foxwoods. And it was I open at like 2 in the morning on Christmas one year, and I was pumped. I can't. Bill, that is the saddest short story you've ever told on this podcast. No, it's not a sad story. I was there with the love of my life. My wife and Can our you... friends used to go down there every Christmas. Every Christmas you'd spend at Foxwoods? Yeah. Oh, wow. I, we did it for like five years. Like six couples would go down. Five five years continuously? Like you lived down there for five years? Yeah. Yeah, they joined the Pequot tribe. Yeah, and that's only because of uh, the enormous debt that I incurred gambling. I'm not. So you had to wash it. dishes. Yeah, they don't let you leave when you rack up that much debt. I've been. And to I was Fox like, was... my wife can stay, and they're like, no, you have to stay legally. Start dancing. Yeah, Billy. I was well, down to, to be Fox fair, Woods. I never stopped dancing. I was doing that most of right. the time, but they said it wasn't that good. I've only been to Foxwoods once. That's how Bill much dancing. Can talk. Oh no, it's all right. I, I was gonna say, I've only been to Foxwoods once, and it was to record an episode with Donnie Most from Happy Days. Oh, Ralph oh. Mouth. Yeah, yeah. And he, why was Ralph he at Foxwoods? So he uh, he was playing on Halloween at two p.m. in Foxwoods with his with his nineteen piece big band. So I went Jesus. down there and uh, we we chatted and it was it's pretty fun. He's a nice guy. He does like uh, big that. band music, huh? Oh yeah, he always wanted to be a singer. And here he is. Did now, he, he didn't get... get an invite to the Trump inauguration, did he? No, he didn't get asked. Just Bayo did. No, but Scott Bayo was a real dick to him multiple times. Cause oh. Donnie like like uh, am I thinking of the right show? Happy Days. Rough Mouth. That's Happy Days. Okay, I'm yeah. I'm confusing it with uh, Welcome Back, Connor. No, oh, that's come on, dude. What how is dare your you? Fucking deal. Jesus I was born Christ. in 1983. Neither of those shows were still on the air. Yeah, but Ken I'd was say born uh, 80. Yeah, come on. Yeah, but his mental illness is different than my mental illness. That's true. That's true. Sean we, could probably give us the whole flower drum song book right now, and uh, without even thinking. Chop. Chop, yep. chop, 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 suey, chop, 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 chop. I don't know chop, what that is. Chop, chop, chop. It's where we differ. It's a Rogers and Hammerstein classic. Jack right. Sue was in it. That's right. I don't What's know what the name is. of it. Flower, Flower drum, drum song. song. I got to imagine it's problematic. A little bit. That can't. They can't hold up at this day. Can I recently watched Flower Drum Song would not get on SNL. No. I recently watched American Graffiti for the first time, which is Happy Days. Uh, we yeah, that's yeah. what. Yeah, that's what. That's yeah. what. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, off. you yeah. were claiming that they ripped it off. Well, they, they took the theme. They took Sunday, like the theme song. The opening is Happy Days. Well, oh. yeah, Happy Days was originally a segment on Love American Style. 
the oh, really? anthology show. Yeah, and so they uh, they ripped off uh, American Graffiti, and I don't think they thought it was going to be a full series. Was it a like a recurring segment or just like a one off that they one off one time? Yeah. But Sean never tells th- me mean, anything like that. He just tells well, me to I don't shut talk- up. Well, that is well. That is true. But also, that's about that a TV is. show, Bill. We don't do we watch TV shows on this program? I or do. What do we you do? Know what I've here? been watching, dude. What's I that? just got into Baywatch. Oh, it's all What's streaming that? on dude, Prime, yeah. and they're all dude. in beautiful HD. It's so good, dude. I've never watched yeah. it before. We've watched twelve I love episodes it. in the last two days. I love For it. One million dollars. I would not have picked Baywatch to be the dude, end of that sentence. I keep oh, walking man. into the room and asking my wife who's watching the Bay while we're yeah. not. I think that Baywatch might be the show I've had the most cast members from on my show. <laughs> really? Yeah. Who do you uh, Who do you get on there? I had uh, Lieutenant Stephanie Holden herself. Sorry, you're uh, gonna have to use actor names because I definitely don't know. Who <laughs> <is>. <laughs> <laughs> I, Alex I, I Alexandra might, Paul. I, Alexandra Paul. She's in. Um, she's in Christine, which is a New England movie. You could do John oh, Carpenter's sure. Christine. Oh, I love Christine. Um, that might be a yeah. New England this year. Yeah. So that's well, Alexandra yeah. Paul. Uh, she has a twin sister who is a firefighter in Connecticut. And they had to have her stop going out on fires because people would go thinking they were shooting a movie and asking whether the lady from Baywatch was there fighting <laughs> oh, the fire. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> um, Alexandra Paul, Vanessa Angel, who's now in did they just one. they move her to a desk job or they just let her just let her go completely? I, no, they didn't let her go completely. I think they moved. Yeah, her to no, a desk Union's going to protect her on that one. Yeah, yeah. Who yeah. who is that's, the season one? Vanessa Angel, who she played. Vanessa Angel. That's what she I'm is, in now. Season one. Yeah, she's the lifeguard who gets assaulted by the serial killer guy oh, under Jesus. the boardwalk. Under the boardwalk. Yep. Getting stabbed yep. under the boardwalk. Christine uh, McCarthy, who uh, was in Baywatch, she uh, she is from Boston. She's from West, from West Roxbury. Uh, and she uh, she dies in the first season. Oh, people die on Baywatch? Oh, yeah, Dude. all the time. People die oh, every episode. The beach should be shut yep. down. They should yep. just shut the whole place down. Yep. Every week that's someone's fucking, getting killed. Goddamn and the Amity lifeguards take care of it in very skimpy suits, and I am here for it. It's, it's 35 years late. <laughs> I've been wow. trying to get Hasselhoff on, but he's been difficult. He's been difficult to get? Yeah. He's a busy guy. He's, he's Germany's Don't, got this hey, pandemic Ken. under control. He can yeah. tour again. Ken, have you been hassling him? You know what they say. I have. Hold on. Wait, I know. Wait, wait a done. minute. Give nope. me a second. We're done. You know We're absolutely say, right? done. No. Don't, Don't hassle, hassle the Hoff. Don't hassle David is what they yep. tell you. No. Um, and I had Nancy Vallon on, who was also uh, on for a number of seasons. What about uh, socialist hero Pamela Anderson? Can I would not have Pamela Anderson on. I could get her, and I won't have her on. <laughs> Why? She's a good guy. No. Isn't she, no. isn't she anti-Trump? Isn't she one of us? She was dating uh, Julian Assange. Oh, yeah, that's right. She's one of those anti-Trumps. She's, Wasn't she, she married was, to Kid Rock? Did she marry yes. Kid Rock? Yes. Or were they dating? Oh, she did? I forgot no, about that. No, they were married. She yeah. just got well, married so again. Cheryl she just got married again, and they were married for like a week. Three days to or some, something, right? Some dude, yeah. Show Crow didn't marry Kid Rock. Oh, maybe she just uh, dated him? She did a song uh, with him. So first she was I've ever heard with of it. Kid Rock. No, she was involved with Kid Rock. Thinking of Lance Armstrong? Good for kid. Good for kid. 
yeah, so you've been watching a lot of Baywatch. I've been watching TV, too. I watched the first season of Search Party on the uh, old HBO Oh, Max. is that good? I've heard it's, it's a fun show. Uh, uh, it's got I maybe, like the first right? season. From Arrested Development. Maybe it women. does. Uh, Alia, Alia Shawcat, Shock, oh. Shawcat, something. Uh, sure. She's, I always refer. Yeah, I refer to her and uh, the girl who played uh, Egg, uh, only uh, by maybe Funke and Egg, and it's bad because they're both good actors and yeah. they have names uh-huh. and they deserve better. But that's um, so good there. And uh, I started watching Avatar: The Last Airbender by myself. It's pretty good. It's great. Legend of Korra is better. Yeah, but my now my kids have blown way past me. I told I go I told them I stopped watching by myself. I was like, I'm gonna watch this with the kids. Is and this then I let them catch up. Kinda. No, kinda. It's American. It's, a, it's an American interpretation of anime. Yeah. Uh, is it but the story is great. Yeah. yeah but it's a great story. Um yeah. I just I finished really, watching I, the third season of Norseman. Norseman? Have you seen it? On the that's on uh what's that on Netflix? Oh, is it's, that the comedy one? Yeah, it's it's oh. a Norwegian show. It's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. It's it's actually Norwegian, but it's in English, and it's uh, it's really gory and funny and just yeah. I've never seen anything like it. It's really really funny. I got I got a new um, I need a new uh, fantasy comedy because I finished what we do in the shadow. I finished the first season of what we do in the shadows, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm not ready to move on to the second season yet. Oh, wait, pick up Norseman. So I'll check yeah, out this it. Norseman. Yeah. Uh, you been watching any movies over there, Billy? I have. I'm we do. Dude, we I'm talk about movies. The, we love movies. I'm still doing the HBO Max, the Turner Classic movies, dude. Yeah, we love our corporate overlords, HBO, so, uh, Warner Brothers. We love it. We we love it every month. We pay tribute to them in the form of a debit of transaction. dollars. <laughs> we say, take your money and give us what we need. And they do, dude. There's so many good movies yeah. on there. So I watched. It's good business that. Mother. I watched movies. Serpico for the first time. Never seen Serpico before. Um, was that Pacino? <coughs> I confused yeah. that with Dog yep. Day Afternoon. Attica. That's Dog no, Day Afternoon. Dog Attica. Day is the bank one. Attica. Yeah. Which is the one where? Oh, Serpico is he's the undercover cop. He's the cop. Yep. Yeah. Or he's but and he's not on the one other dirty cops. Not the one where he's the undercover gay cop. That's that's cruising. Oh, is it, okay. Is I definitely, had, I definitely thought that's what Donnie it was. Donnie Brasco, or is he a bad guy in Brasco? I think Brasco? Johnny Depp is the undercover in Donnie Brasco. Yeah. Ken doesn't yeah. watch. Uh, Ken hates the mafia. I know that about him. Well, and, I mean, uh, that's not a bad thing to hate. Yeah, I love the mafia. Love them. I want to be them. I love Italian. Every Ken week you pay tribute to them. You say sixteen dollars, mafia, take it. Every and day for the month of July, I've been waking up, pledging allegiance to the Italian flag. Pricking your finger, uh, pricking your finger, and going la cosa nostra. I deserve this. I deserve this pain. Uh, Serpico. You know what Serpico. else I watched? I no, saw that. I uh, I Blood asked. Simple. You ever watch that? Oh yeah, Coen Brothers' Simple. first movie. Brothers first one. Yeah, great. It's a great movie. It was really good. Francis McDormand, Emmett Walsh is so good in that movie. Yeah, that's the old guy, the PI, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what? That's a great one. I uh, I only watched two movies. I just looked back at my letterbox. I've been having the problem lately where, uh, uh, cause it's the summer, my kids are staying up a little bit later, and by the time I get up to watch TV, I have to go do the forty-five minute search through every fucking streaming service, and then I end up just watching the next episode or whatever show I've been watching. Uh, but I watched uh, the Old Guard on Netflix, the new, um, 
that uh, Jesus, I can't remember the woman's name. Um, she directed Love and Basketball and a couple other movies that are supposed to be good that I've never seen. Gina Prince Blythe Bythewood. Okay. But it's a uh, it's a Greg Rucka comic book that Charlize Theron is in, and mm-hmm. it's a stupid, dumb, brainless uh, action movie. But it's done very well, and it was fun to watch. I love I Charlize. Them, I would watch that. I love how Charlize Theron has become an action movie star, and um, it's like my favorite thing that's happened in the last ten years. Dude, she's she's, great. she's she's so good in uh, everything. I, Atomic yeah. Blonde was awesome. Yeah, I. Uh, she's the best part of Bombshell, which sucked. She's Mister uh, F. She's Mister she F. Speaking F. of Arrested Development, uh, she was great in Longshot. That was my. That was one of my uh, favorite movies fun. from last year. That was a nice, sweet little movie with Seth Rogen. Um, and then we had uh, we had some uh, friends over. We did an outdoor movie night on Saturday. Uh, I had my old. Uh, the only only member of my old sketch group that I still talk to over and uh, his daughter and we watched uh, Scoob exclamation point Scoob big controversy about Scoob yeah because they didn't use the original uh, they didn't use any of the active voices of the people who are actually no. doing Scooby Doo voices except for Frank Welker nope. who now you told me I thought you said that the guy who did Scoob has been doing them for like twenty years it's Frank Welker Frank yeah. Welker has. He's Dude, been doing he it for like, like four, like fifty years. Really? He's also Fred. He's Fred as well. Yeah, but no. Uh, in the new series, apparently there's a, a Scooby Doo show from a couple years ago that was like a little more um, serialized. Yeah, it was that, great. Uh, was pretty good, which I have not uh, seen. Can I ask you a dumb question? Use any, uh, yeah, sure. What do you mean by serialized? Like ongoing it's not story. Just, oh, all right. There's like there's elements that carry over. So right. usually Scooby Doo is they go into a haunted house and they find out who the old man in the mask is. Pull the mask uh, off. Go to the next town or whatever. Yeah, um, but then they did one a couple years ago where they made it a little more. Uh, they updated it in that way. It's almost but, more uh, like Venture Brothers, the new one. All right. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Well, remember Marley? And they also and they also. Uh, Oh, yes, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Marley, uh, did he work on that? Yeah, and he's done some of the, he's written some of the uh, direct-to-video um, Scooby-Doo movies. Scooby-Doo's. I yeah. know he's doing uh, the Thundercats. Um, doing Thundercats, yep. And he yep. did some of the, oh, I think, I love he might have done Teen Titans Go. Uh, no, he did a he no, did a show called Right Right Now Kapow for That's Disney. That's right, with Kanane and uh, Baron Vaughn. And, uh, yeah, and then weirdly, he did. That was a weird-ass, that was a weird show. It was like you came I'm to so- that on television as a cartoon. I enjoyed it. Yeah, but it was um, it was very strange. He was in charge of a Flintstones reboot that they were going to have on the Warner streaming service, and he wrote I think twenty four episodes. They animated thirteen and then just dumped it. <laughs> oh really? Can you watch it anywhere? Nope. <laughs> oh wow. They should reboot. Uh, they should do a Flintstones reboot. I bet that's that's something they'll throw on HBO Max at some point because they've got yeah. all that old Scooby Doo stuff. But this this Scoob movie. Uh, that they didn't get Matthew Lillard to... Matthew Lillard has been shaggy f- since the Freddie Prince Jr. movies, as far as I know. Right. Since Casey Kasem, ni- probably. 99? Yeah. yeah Casey Kasem, once he stepped out, Matthew Lillard took over. and So he's been doing Wolf, them in the they, cartoons? In yeah. The cartoons, and, and, and he was in a live-action movie. Yep. And then they got they got Will Forte, who did it... You know, of all the voices, he did the best voice in this Scoob movie, but... 
this movie uh we'll probably talk about it next march for marchy march but it uh it's uh was bad it was not good yeah gray griffin my friend my friend gray was daphne on the show forever they didn't cast her and um and uh zelma zelma what am i talking about Velma. Uh, Velma is uh, has been Mindy Cohen from Facts of Life for like twenty years as well. Oh, really? And they didn't. They didn't use her. Yeah. No. Instead, they went with Amanda Seyfried and Zac Efron and Gina Rodriguez. Yeah. And you can't. All people with none of them with distinctive voices, at all. Right. So it doesn't make any sense. And it's not like a kid's going to be like, oh shit, Amanda Seyfried. Is that Zac Efron? <laughs> um. He sounds yeah. so hot. Dude, Scooby-Doo I will say, did not I will say, sound like Scooby-Doo to me. No, he did change it up. He Frank Welker. He changed and the, he the Caden. I don't know what it was. Uh, the only thing small. I enjoyed was Tracy Morgan as Captain Caveman. Yeah, that was good. Uh, was the only thing that made me laugh. But that's more on the fact that the sound of Tracy Morgan's voice uh, makes me uh, giggle. It's inherently funny. Yeah. Um but that was uh, that was that. And this week, the kids are having some uh, friends over from school for a socially distanced uh, outing, and we're gonna watch the Trolls sequel. So, this may Troll be the last two? episode. Uh, no, tour. not Troll Two. World Tour. Trolls World Tour, my friend. Oh, Trolls Can, like the dolls. Yeah. Trolls, yeah. They boy, rock boy. out. It sucks. Watch that one. It's bad. I also watched yeah. Citizen Kane. Boom. Had you not oh. seen it? No, I've seen it before. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's a love that's an good. old movie, Ken. I've watched. But, a, hey, enough from us. What about our friend Ken? What? Yeah, uh, what, have you what are you? What's? What are some I've movies you've been, watching, been bi- watching in quarantine? I watched a billion documentaries. Uh, oh, you're on a documentary kick. I always am. Uh, there's a great documentary about Wax Tracks Records in Chicago, uh, which okay. put out like Ministry and all that stuff. That was really good. Uh, I watched the documentary. What's it called? What's it called? Oh man, what is it called? Um, I'll have to look it up now. Um, I watched the documentary about Susie Quattro that just came out. That's really good. I watched okay. the documentary. Who's hold on? Slow down. <laughs> What's a documentary? Who's Susie Quattro? <laughs> First off, back up. Yeah, Susie Quattro played uh, Leather Tuscadero on Happy Days, but she was like the first. What's Happy Days? Uh, it was this show that ripped off American Graffiti. She was oh, the f- I, yeah, I, yeah. She was oh, the I, first. There was a segment on Love American Style, right? Yes, that's right. Uh, she was kind of the first female rock star, and she really inspired like Joan Jett and the Go Go's and all these people in the in the seventies. Oh, so that's this cool! Is I loved her. A so documentary much. about her, um, the we'll wax. Get Bill, tracks. Bill, we'll get you that title. The, the wax Susie Quattro, baby. Get we'll get you I the Susie Quattro doc. I was always uh, a leather, not a pinky Tuscadero fan. So the the no, wax that tracks means a lot. I don't know what that the, means. The wax tracks documentary is called Industrial Accident: The Story of Wax Tracks. It's really good. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, um, that was really good. I watched one about uh, this guy that was in a band with Nick Cave that no one else would care about. Um, Ken, yeah, could you could you can we just back up for one second? Could you explain uh, Leather and Pinky Tuscadero no, to, no, uh, to no, Sean, please? No, he's, he's no, it's not going to stick. Any more time? I tried no explaining the Malachi Crunch to him a couple weeks ago, and he's it's not going to stick. Still is yeah. still is not a thing. I watched. We can't talk any more about Happy Days on this podcast. I forbid. Yeah, it. I'll do it. It's um, half my show, dude. I'll do it right now. Fair, that's fair enough. Um, I watched Spy, the Melissa McCarthy movie. Finally. Oh, I rewatched that a couple. Uh, it was months great. Ago. So so funny. It was really good. That's probably the best movie I've seen her in. Um, I watched. Had you seen that before? No, I'd You'd never seen, seen that it before. Oh no, no. one's that? It. Spy. 
Spy, yeah. yeah Paul Feig made it after. He, I think he went Bridesmaids, The Heat, and then he made Spy. And by yeah, that point, people had kind of turned bombed. on Melissa McCarthy a little bit. But it's the best one. It's so funny. And it's, what's uh, her name? Rose Byrne is amazing Rose, in it. Well, she's great in everything. She's such yeah, a good streaming on actress. anything. Yeah. Oh yeah, everything. Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, it's because the posters for that movie is Melissa McCarthy all done up in this goofy like cat lady makeup, which she's only in for like maybe like ten minutes of the movie. Yeah. The rest of the time, she's like just kicking ass. It's it's really really funny. Uh, it is Jason really good. Statham's very funny in that. Bobby Cannavale. Yeah, it's very good. Spy. I love that movie. And then I watched Extraordinary, which is unbelievably good. Extraordinary. Yeah, what is it's that? Maeve, what is Maeve Higgins, who's one of my favorite people in the world. Oh, in Will um, Forte, right? Will Forte. It's so good. It's yeah, so I've heard, good. Uh, I've heard of this. Yeah, it's really. Uh, every, every, I don't know why everybody hasn't seen it. It's really great. Because I don't think it came out. I think it just went right to video on demand or whatever. Uh, that may be true. Uh, yeah. Um, she got nominated for the Irish equivalent of an Oscar for it. Oh, I just a very saw a tweet about a very that prestigious recently. award. Yeah, it's really um, good. Yeah, my uh, our buddy Will Smalley told me that, and I didn't watch it. Um, oh, it's on Hoopla. Okay, we love we love supporting the local library. Claudia O'Doherty. Does she have the monkey puppet? No. No. Wait a minute. Is that her? Am I thinking? Of, <laughs> is that Claudia O'Doherty? Uh, I don't know. Who's the British comedian with the monkey puppet? Oh, that's um. Uh, what the hell's her name? No, oh, Claudia Doherty. I know she's on uh, Comedy yeah. Bang Bang all the time. Yeah, no, um, yeah. So that that's awesome. That's like if if I, if there's a movie that's underrated that I've watched lately, that's the one I. Would, all right, uh, I'm gonna watch that this week. It is oh, and then Hoopla. Sean, quick. Sean will enjoy this. I don't know if Bill will, but there's a TV show called Still Standing. Have you heard of it? It's Canadian. Uh, no, I don't know. Still this Canadian, this Canadian stand-up who I'd never heard of before, just travels around to like dead mill towns in Canada, and then uh, does like a bunch of stuff for the day with the people there, and then does a stand-up set about it at night. Oh, that's fun! But it's really good. It's like very positive. It's just like a nice, sweet show, and it's cool. Yeah. To, and as a stand-up nerd, it's it's fun to see like how he, uh, you know, what he uses on stage. It, yeah, it's what pretty fun. Where yeah. you watch that on, Ken? Those are all on Prime for free. Still yeah. standing, it's called. Yeah, it's three seasons, but uh, again, not a movie, but really cool. Yeah, I've been uh, I've been going in and out of that. Uh, have you watched Letter Kenny? Everybody yeah, kept recommending it. I like uh, it. I don't know. I where thought I the first couple seasons were great. First couple seasons, you committed that much. I think uh, I like the uh, K. Trevor Wilson as a stand-up a lot. Um, but this, that's such a strange show. I don't know if I how I feel about it still. Have you watched Speaking. Bridget and Eamon yet? Uh, you know I haven't. Oh, my I God. I don't even know if I could pronounce that second word. What was that, Eamon? Eamon, E-A-M-O-N. It's an Irish sitcom. Two stand-ups do it. It takes place in the 80s. It is legitimately one of the funniest things I've seen in the last few years where, like, I had to pause it and, like, give myself Bridget, a moment. Bridget and Eamon. Bridget and Eamon? E-A-M-O-N, yeah. It's on Prime streaming. It's on a, It's on Hulu as well. It's so hey guys. funny. This uh, Sean will link all this on our website. All of these things. Yeah, definitely check the pres- check the description of this uh, episode, and I, I definitely <laughs> have put every one of these recommendations in there. All of this is being marked down for posterity. Uh, I watched one more movie. You guys might have uh, seen it. it's from 1986. Uh, it's directed by Savage Steve Holland. It's called One Crazy Summer. You guys ever heard I of this thing? I watched that oh, today. Yeah. 
It's the second in uh, Savage Steve Holland's unfinished seasons cycle. Is that what he was looking? Was that he aiming to do that? Uh, not intentionally, but but Better Off Dead's a winter movie. One Crazy Summer's a summer yeah. movie, and How I Got into College is a fall movie. And they, they never did oh, a spring there's movie. There's a third Savage Steve. Oh yeah, it's a great movie too. All right, we gotta we gotta let's put a pin in Savage Steve Holland for a second. But uh, uh, One Crazy Summer, you guys, uh, John Cusack, Demi Moore, Bobcat, Goldthwait, Booger, Joel Murray. They're all here. The gang's back together. Tom Villard. Crazy. Tony v. Who could forget Tom Villard and Tony V? William Hickey. Oh, Underused, yeah. I think. Underused. He's so great in it. Hi, Grandpa. <laughs> uh, fucking Niedemeyer from Animal House. Dude, yep. Niedemeyer's such a good, he's such a good bad guy. Jeremy Piven. <laughs> the, Even the when he had hair, he was bald. Taylor Negron. Taylor Rich, Hall. Rich Hall. Rich Hall, yep. Yeah. Um Yeah, so uh let's let's talk about Savage Steve Holland for a second because I I, I didn't even know about this third, how I got how I got into college. Is That's that what right, it's yep. Yep, with Anthony Edwards. Uh from uh, ER and uh, Revenge Correct. of the Nerds. Miracle Mile and Gotcha. Um so Better Off Dead okay. came out first before this? Better Off Dead, yeah, Better Better Off Dead, Dead, Dead was shot in 84, before. came out in 85, but Better Off Dead actually came out while they were shooting One Crazy Summer. And this is pertinent because they did a cast and crew screening in Hyannis of, one, of Better Off Dead for the cast and crew of One Crazy Summer. And halfway through the screening, Cusack w- lost his fucking mind and walked out and was pissed. That is, the first, that is the first piece of trivia on the IMDb page. Is that so? He he did not. Even though it, Better Off Dead is beloved, right? People love Cusack that movie. hates it. So he, uh, I had Curtis Armstrong on my show, and we we talked about this at length. Um, but Booger. Cusack, Curtis Armstrong, Booger, Booger, Booger host which of inc- King of the Nerds on TBS. Which incidentally, when they were shooting One Crazy Summer, Booger was the only famous person in that movie because Revenge of the Nerds had come out before and everyone knew him. And so him and Bobcat and Tony and Cusack, they would go into Boston and kind of hang out when they weren't shooting. And he said he was the only one that got recognized and it was literally just all day and all night of Booger! (laughs) Booger! (laughs) So that was uh, their experience there. But um, yeah, so Cusack... Halfway through, Better Off Dead decided that he looked ridiculous, that Savage Steve Holland had made him look silly, that he thought he was making a serious movie. Oh, no. But but there's no way. Like I, I've How for, could you? You have a kid chasing yeah. you for the fucking there's no way. newspaper money the whole you time. You literally said, geez, yeah. Ricky, sorry your mom blew yeah. up. I've had I've had Diane Franklin who is uh, Monique. I've had um, Amanda Wiss who is uh, Beth, and I've had Curtis Armstrong who is uh, Charles Demar from Better Off Dead, and all of them have confirmed this. Like, there's nothing in the script to Better Off Dead that's not in the movie, and vice versa. There's no way right. you could have read that script and been like, "This is a serious film about depression." And it's, so, yeah, dude, it's wall to wall gags. That's nobody all. knows. Nobody knows what Cusack was talking about, but he went nuts. And then he refused to talk to Sarah Steve Holland for the rest of the movie. He wouldn't take direction from him. He wow. had to have someone like be like, tell Savage that like he just lost his mind. But my uh, Bobcat told me my favorite quote about Cusack. He goes, uh, Cusack's bananas. He's like Howard Hughes. <laughs> yeah, that I mean, that that checks with his you know, public persona. The guy doesn't do anything anymore. He never he leaves does, Chicago. 
he did a convention that uh, the Denver convention I did one year and I talked to him cause he was, he followed me on Twitter for a while. So he's like, said hi to him, but he's real yeah. weird. Like he, he dresses like an army sniper all the time, like full on <laughs> black, like, like flak jacket, you know, hat. That's just how he dresses. I don't know why. Wow. Yeah. He's a weird dude. He's real weird. Um, so this happened when he, so they filmed Better Off Dead, and he hated it so much. But then he did one crazy song off. Uh, no, because Better Off, better off Dead hadn't it. Better Off Dead hadn't come out. While it, they watched it while they were filming One Crazy Summer. It hadn't. Oh, it so came out, but he didn't think. So he thought during the whole filming of it, he thought he thought he was actually making a serious movie. And That's what he, he says. He thought it was fucking ridiculous. That's what he says. He he's like, That's you made me insane. look like a fool, and wouldn't talk to Savage for the rest of the shoot. Like, just wouldn't speak to him. Was it, wow. it won't and won't talk about one crazy summer or better off dead. That's so strange because they're both great. They're both. He's great in both of them. I forgot. He's very funny. Yeah, I went on a search for better off dead, and you can't get it on. It's not on Prime. Uh, you can't. So rent even it to rent or, or to. But buy. he's not. I'm looking at Cusack's uh, filmography right now, and it's not till I, I thought say anything was earlier. 89. But that's not that's 89 that's it's not like he had broken out it's not like he was not a name he, he hadn't done anything he was in 16 candles when he made better off dead that was it right he was not a name uh until yeah really 88 89 he he yeah hadn't Say done anything. anything in eight men out yeah and the sure thing hadn't come out yet either when they were filming one crazy summer that was really kind of his big a big uh yeah. thing he did so did you say he doesn't um, do anything now? I thought he was one he of does those movies straight to DVD guys now. He does he does movies now and then. He wrote and directed his own sequel to um, Gross Point Blank that came out a couple of years ago with Hillary Duff in it. Um, oh, that was really? pretty good. I mean, yeah, looking, I know I'm who, looking at. They just did I'm a show at his, where they put. Uh, they flipped it and put a girl, or uh, who is it? Lenny Kravitz's daughter. Zoe Kravitz, oh yeah, I think, Zoe Kravitz. Oh, that's role. high fidelity. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's high, high fidelity. fidelity. God damn yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. He's in a new. He's in a new uh, Amazon show. I forget the name of it. But uh, it's Utopia. Like, it's yeah. Uh, uh, Gillian Flynn, uh, who wrote um, Gone Girl and mm-hmm. uh, uh, some other fucking one of those summer books. I can't yeah, what it's called. So he, I mean, he Utopia. works pretty. He works pretty consistently. He's probably in a movie a year or does something a year. But nothing yeah, he, well, big. Yeah, but have you? All right, so let me run back. 2019. You ever seen Never Grow Old? Nope. 2018. River Runs Red. Nope. 2018. Distorted. No. The last thing I probably saw him in was Cell. Yeah. My last one was 2012, I think. My last one was Chirac. Uh, the Spike Lee uh, Chicago movie. Oh right. Um. Yeah, dude, I, he's just such a strange, and then his and, and then his sister is still fucking Joan Cusack pops up and stuff all the time and is still yeah she's great uh, yeah well, she's not I would imagine she's, she's not a, crazy yeah so we think so we're kind of, we're allegedly uh, I don't want to I don't want to diagnose anybody but uh, John Cusack has he's lost it a little bit yeah I don't know if you ever had it to be honest he's like always been a strange guy by all accounts from everything mm. I've heard that's interesting. Well, because weirdly, anyway. not to brag, but I've had like six of his leading ladies on my show from various movies. Well, that's because you're uh, fucking you. You can me and you. We rented out 
a, a room at the Boston Center for the Arts, and you did a one-man show about John Cusack. So that's true. That's true. There's, there, there is a reason you have six of the leading ladies on because it's you, you want to be this man. Well, I mean, wouldn't you? But you wouldn't have. You wouldn't have uh, fucking taken Savage Steve Holland out at the knees. No, now, that's no the way. guy. So he's the guy that I want to talk about because okay, I know everything. Better off dead mean? and One Crazy Summer. I have yep. not seen his third movie. It's those great. movies. They're both great. I like One Crazy Summer a little bit more than Better Off Dead. Um, I don't know why. I think well, I just it was a local it connection. It feels more homey. It feels like I it was just, shot. You here. know, I you know I'm a Nantucket boy at heart, and I love fairies. Yep. Um, but they're both just wall to wall gags. Yeah. Nobody makes comedies like that with anymore. Like, there's nobody that would just like put weird cartoon animated stuff in the middle of this, or yeah. that Godzilla was, sequence uh, in the middle of it. You know, I own like 25 of the animation cells from One Crazy Summer, right? Uh, I mean, I didn't, but now I do. I oh, didn't I have. Either. I have the animation uh, is great. Yeah, the guy who did all the. It's I, so good. I, I would have grabbed them, but I I literally have like 25 of them framed, and then I have the pencil sketches, and I have some from the opening of um, Better Off Dead. Did he not do that? Did Savage Steve not do the animation? He well, he, he did. All, he but. directed it, but you always have like a you know a two or three other artists that right. actually do all the cell drawings. So um, the guy who did them for for One Crazy Summer sent me a ton. Yeah, and the animation like it fucking holds up. Too, well, he's, yeah, he like, he started he started as an animator originally. So his big Savage break. Steve. Yeah, his big break was his first job. He worked on Entertainment Tonight doing like interstitial animations, and then. Uh, the people who were making Press Your Luck contacted him because oh, yeah, they said the oh, whammies. He, he created the whammies. So they said, we want to make animations that are like six frames or something. It was some limited animation. So he did all the whammies on Press Your Luck. Um, it's so crazy, man. I can't. So if you look at. So he turns. Uh, it looks like he kind of takes the '90s almost completely off. I don't well, know what he, did, he was doing. He did Eek the Cat, and he worked on. He did a lot of that's TV true. directing. He did Lizzie McGuire. But that's what I mean. He shifts over completely to young adult, and kind of, uh, yeah, Keenan and Cal, Sabrina the Animated Series, Lizzie McGuire, Phil of the Future, Zoe 101, Ned's Declassified. Now that's all Nickelodeon, right? It's all a mixture of Nickelodeon and Disney, Disney Channel. Some of them, yeah, right. but it's all aimed at. Tweens. You know, tweens. Uh, Eek the Cat. Amazing. Ruled. Yeah. Was, that was a great show. Bill, you probably would not have been hip to that because it was a Saturday morning cartoon when I was about 10. But the humor uh, but is exactly a, better off dead in One Crazy Summer. It's like identical. Uh, it, it was like there would half the episode would be about Eek, uh, this purple cat uh, yeah. that was afraid of everything. And then the other half would be the terrible thunder lizards, which I always liked more. Which had two cavemen named Adam and Steve. So that's two two completely separate stories. They just do like fifteen minute blocks or something. Yeah, like yeah. Garfield and U.S. Acres. Uh, banana splits used to do like Thunder uh, Danger Island. Or, yeah, yeah, yep. Uh, but he he dude, always was, wanted. Oh, go ahead, Ken. He was never a movie guy. He was always intended to be an animator and work in television. So the yeah. movies were almost a fluke, and I think that he. He's like a work, you know, wants to work a nine to five, kind of have the consistency of a TV gig kind of guy. Yeah. I just, I can't, I'm, I'm shocked that in this age of fucking streaming and every, no one's given him a show. He hasn't had it. Oh, he does have a Netflix show. Yeah. He's got a show called Malibu Rescue that I was looking at last night, but it was like, I'm not going to watch this fucking thing. He Is that works a scripted way. Scripted 
is it? Yeah. What is it? Is it? Yeah, it's like a, it's, it looks like it's like a half hour comedy uh, about teenagers training to be lifeguards. Yeah. Oh man, all, I'm in my Baywatch phase. I'll get into yeah, that. There you go. It's all pretty consistent. Like, and also you have to keep in mind that the three movies he made, even though they're beloved now, they were yeah, enormous bombs. Enormous yeah, no, bombs. Yeah. There's no but chance this movie th- would play now. Listen, there was uh there was a like a good six to six month to one year that I watched Better Off Dead so many times when I was well like, HBO HBO showed it nonstop but the reason yeah, they sh- they showed it I they showed it. that Hot Dog the movie and just one of yeah. the guys reason being they bought don't them for talk about nothing just one of the guys don't do it <laughs> I don't uh, but they bought yeah, right. yeah Joe just Tyler. one of the guys is <laughs> they, one of the scariest movies I've ever seen in my life. Fair enough. Because um, that's a, where the girl a guy. joins the football team? Is that that no, one? No, 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 no. no. It's, she uh, writes an article and pretends to be a boy. She's like an undercover sh- reporter, yeah. and she goes back to school dressed as a boy to see how men are treated. Yeah. But then she falls in she falls in love with a guy, and then I didn't realize that she was a girl, and at some Clayton point Rainer. she took her shirt off. Is that Amanda Bynes or one of uh, Hillary? No. Who is that? No, no this is like no, an it's 80s. Joyce, it's Joyce Heiser, who used to date uh, Bruce Springsteen. This is like back. This is Rat Pack adjacent, I would think. 1985. Rat Pack. Rat Rat Pack. Uh, Billy Billy Zabka's in it from Karate Kid. Clayton Rayner is in it. Uh, Sherilyn Fenn is in it. It's her first or second role. I gotta just bite the bullet and rewatch this thing and get over this. It's trauma. fun, right? And I'm Cindy Lauper. Where do you get off having tits? Yeah, I gotta see that how to, the... how I got into college. It's great. I'm sure I've I, seen I it love before, that movie. But... I love that movie. Um, so yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't take extensive notes on this cause I knew we were going to have Ken on and I'd rather just kind of have a conversation, but there's not really much plot to, to break down in this movie. It's just, it's just wall to wall gags. They just, yeah. every moment it's they could put a joke in, they did. Real estate but developer not, taking over. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I guess the plot is, yeah, but the movie's not typical. It is. It, yeah. I don't is, mean, to, yeah. no, 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 no. It manages to be as gag filled as like a Zucker Brothers movie, but also but has real it has real characters in a plot. Like it's a real movie. Like there's yeah. there's stakes in it. So that that was sort of the 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 beauty of what Savage Steve Holland did was he could have a, a movie with stakes and real characters, but then also have these silly cartoonish gags in it. Somehow it yeah. worked. And it also takes- this. I'm sorry, Sean. Go ahead. Sorry. It takes the stuff that I don't like about John Hughes movies and just throws it out. Yeah. Or streamlines it with jokes. Like, uh, 16 Candles and all that. I like the the jokes and stuff in there are all pretty solid. Oh, uh, mostly that racist. That stuff's funny. We're racist or sexist, misogynist, uh, date rapey. There's a lot of reasons to not like those movies. but Which, weirdly, though, St- Savage Steve Holland, I will say, there's there's almost no like problematic stuff in his I, dude i was watching this other than that they say shit a bunch of times i could show this to my kids this yeah movie it, is completely i was watching it contemplating and going like maybe we could watch one crazy summer because there's no there's no punch and down all of this shit oh yeah there's oh, almost no the godzilla dude bobcat and the it's godzilla so funny outfit. yeah but even yeah. that where you would think like he's standing there with the japanese uh banker and any other movie would uh have the godzilla chase after the guy and have the guy be the one that freaks out and stuff but he's there and he's clapping and laughing and he loves it it's just oh, yeah. like he just inverts every expectation at all times i love this movie it's great yeah it's and it hold i think it holds up very well 
I agree. All three of them do. And there's, there really unusually isn't any problematic stuff. Like when you show someone at ease you're like, oh, I forgot about that. It's and right. It's, it's not like it's 16 great. Candles where you're like, oh, sorry, long duck. Yeah, there's a yeah. yeah. Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> yeah, Revenge of the Nerds is, I mean, it's fucking. Oh, um, Revenge of the Nerds is. I've never yeah. seen. I, I, I've only ever seen the bad parts of that movie, so. I mean, I love I that mean, movie. But get it's rid of the rape. Not. If you just ignore the rapes and and uh, right. the homophobic and racist all stuff, all the homophobic. Oh, Jesus Christ! But this, the the one good thing about uh, one crazy summer when I, uh, when did this come out? 86? 86. They shot it. They shot it summer of eighty five, and it came out uh, summer of eighty six. All right, so I I didn't see it in the theater, so I would have seen it when it came out on uh, either HBO or whatever. Yeah, it was and, uh, uh, early it, early '87. It came out on HBO. January '87, I think, was when they premiered it on HBO. But it did it give me so the idea to, get, to right? uh, to uh, write a song and perform it at a bar and the do drop in house. Yeah, don't give up. Oh, Dude, like, fade literally. away. Yeah. I will say my one up. objection to this is that band stinks. I Dude, <laughs> it's like are those wait are those backup singers? Do they work at the restaurant and they just sing? And you also. Or, you listen this is to the also, song and then you watch everybody dancing and you go, I don't know what these people are dancing to because they're not dancing to the music that's being played. <laughs> I love this. I love the song she plays the first night when there's no one there and it has that. It's like the ballad. And she goes, I've seen unsung heroes. <laughs> I walked uh, can, in my demands. Do you? Are you might. Do you know who? Who uh, is that? That's not Demi Moore singing, right? Did they? No, who did she, they get to. Uh, I don't know who they got to sing, and weirdly, this is the third movie in a row where Demi Moore played a singer, and in all three movies, she doesn't sing. <laughs> um, yeah, because this is early Demi Moore, right? Uh, can yeah, this we is... say the other two can because it's going to stick in my mind. Uh, no small affair with John uh, with John Cryer, uh, and John Cryer wrote in his book that she took his virginity in that movie. Oh, um, yep, yeah, yep, yeah. and um, and uh, Saint Almost Fire. I do. I haven't seen. I saw Saint Elmo's Fire when I was. It's garbage. Too young to care. Dude, I but think? that song though, right? It's that not, song. Yeah. Is it a bad movie? It's not a great movie. Is that the great Brad song Pack? though? All I need is a pair of wheels. <laughs> is that like Estevez and shit? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, and Rob Lowe playing saxophone. Oh yes. man. Yeah. Dude, what was it, the '80s and saxophone and movies? Well, it was sexy. It was What's Clinton worse, did. Rob Lowe yeah. or the dude in the Lost Boys? Yep, my, my I'm looking at a picture of me and him right now on my wall. <laughs> you and uh, the vampire saxophone Tim, guy? Tim Capello. He wrote his own sequel to Lost Boys. He told me all about it. <laughs> Did he make it? No, but it Found sounded actually, like actually kind of cool. So his idea was his character was get named the, the Believer, right? And so he would get this priest to bless this baby oil that he would cover himself in. So when vampires touched them, they like blew up, you know, and he just became oh. this. He had a saxophone. He was hunting vampires. That sounds horrible. Yeah, that doesn't sound good. Ken, we got to reevaluate. It sounds like a bit. No, this he spent a, a long time telling me about this. Um, in this movie, yeah. you have that having have, all the all the uh, blessed uh, holy water on him. And then it would absorb into him, and then the spit trap in the saxophone, it would be all holy water. That's true. So that'd be good. You just shoot it right out of there. Uh, you haven't mentioned the, the showcase of one of the, maybe the most underrated Murray, Joel Murray. 
Uh, so yeah, so Bill was on this bullshit a couple weeks ago. Why were we talking about no, Joe Murray? I wasn't though. I figured out what I was talking. I was talking about fucking oh. John Murray, dude, and moving violations. Yeah, moving violations. Yeah, by okay. Neil. Like Neil Israel wrote and directed that. Who wrote Revenge of the Nerds? Oh, really? With Wendy yeah. Jo Sperber? She was yep. on that, right? Yep. And, uh, and Je- yeah. And Jennifer Tilly's first Joel movie, Murray, dude. It's the other okay. one. It's John Murray. Yeah. I, that nobody I knows. Yeah, I don't think I even know who. I, I, I barely know who Joel Murray is. So Joel I definitely Murray, don't know who John Murray is. Joel, Joel Murray's Murray, been in a lot of stuff. He's been in a ton of TV. I know him t- most from uh, his run on. He was on Mad Men as uh, Freddie yep. Rumson. Yep. That's what I know yep. him the most. He from. also has been doing the touring cast of Whose Line Is It Anyway forever. He's really good friends with Proops. Um, he's he's just super funny. Like he's yeah. He's a really second funny. city Chicago guy too. Yep. Yep. And uh, he. Whenever he's been interviewed about One Crazy Summer, he just says he just repeats the same thing over and over again. And it's always funny to me. And uh, he's always like, you don't understand. They were going to lose the house. <laughs> and then people be like, no matter what question they ask him about, it, he's like, they were going to lo- look, look, they were going to lose the house. <laughs> and he has so many funny ad libs in that movie. Like uh, when the dog gets kicked and they're at the vet and uh and Demi Moore goes, he's, she's going to be okay. And then he goes, I don't know. They've been in there a while. I got to smell gas. <laughs> That's my favorite gag uh, of this entire movie is the dog doctor pushing yep. the guy dog in a wheelchair. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. Hey, let's play a game called Rank the Murrays. Okay. Now that, I, now that I'm, for ever my head, Brian Doyle, I forgot about Brian Doyle. <laughs> Brian Doyle is great. About Brian Doyle, Mario. Yeah, he's the original. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm learning. He's still with us, Brian Doyle. I got he his is. IMDb up. He's still around. Uh, he got a life. He wrote Caddyshack. Yeah, dude. I think I go Bill, Joel, Brian Doyle, and then John. I guess. And and then if there's gotta... one more. There's one more who's a chef. <coughs> oh, I'll put him ahead of John. Because if you have more than three people in a family, one of them is a chef. One of the yeah, well, dude. How how rude they they could the the Murray brothers couldn't get him a reality show like the Wahlbergs did. Well, they got him a Caddyshack themed restaurant, so he's fine. What every chef wants a Caddyshack. Yep. Serious. <laughs> I went to it. <laughs> Cuisine. Well, you ain't getting sport. no Coca Cola. <laughs> yeah. Very rude waitress. Where well, is the uh, guy? Where is where is the, the guy, Caddyshack restaurant? That is uh, there's two. There's two. There's one That'd in Florida. Chicago, and there's, right? there's one in Myrtle Beach and there's one in Florida. Uh, they're by golf places. Yeah, it's uh, gonna be by golf places. Um, that makes sense. The guy they have you Chicago, right? The Mars? They are. Yep, they're all yeah. Chicago. The guy you met at the Brockton Rocks game, Sean. I never, I never had the pleasure of meeting. Him, oh, but oh, I know, I know. Yeah, that's the guy that Bill Murray based his character in Caddyshack on. Yeah, I don't know, Bill. Kyle's I don't know if you know this story. Yeah. Yeah. The the. Uh, it's crazy. The story. So, so Bill Murray based his performance in Caddyshack on a very like on an actual person, and then that person was the head of the groundskeepers for the Brockton Rocks. Rocks because for a long time Bill Murray was like a majority owner of the Rocks. No longer. Yeah. He no Are longer. The Rocks now, still there? Did they move? Are they gone? Uh, I mean, I don't think they're playing this year, but. Uh, they're no, still there, right. as far as I know. We we uh, of course Boston Comedy attended two times, and the second time when Ira Proctor was ejected from the game from the stands, we decided to take <coughs> a break from attending minor league baseball in Brockton. 
Yeah. But uh, I would go back. Idea. It's a, a wonderful time. Brockton Rocks. BrocktonRocks.com. R-O-X. Hey, they, guys, um, put Brockton Rocks in the offer code, and they will tell you to please stop. Hey, yeah. you're, why don't you put them Brockton Rocks in the rock tumbler? Okay, anyway. Uh, <laughs> it's a good thing I'm outside and we can pick up the crickets. Uh, yeah. Um, but but they used when Joel Murray was in that movie, the scene where he is buried up to his neck and the super fat guy sits on the chair above what him. What a great yeah. joke. And he goes, oh, no, please, your enormousness. But he was legitimately buried in the sand all day, and Bobcat kept going, your brother's here. Like they kept telling him Bill Murray showed up on set because Bill <laughs> owns a house on on Martha's Vineyard, mm. and so so he would you know take the take the boat from Hyannis and all that stuff. So it was possible he would said he was going to stop by the set, and uh, so they kept doing that to him when he was buried up to his neck. Be like your brother's here. He'd be like what what? <laughs> he he wasn't there. That's so, so they funny. legitimately just buried him in the sand. That that yep. wasn't like trickery with some kind. No, of he's he's buried in plywood the plywood and. He's buried in the sand. Such a great gag when he goes, he asks Bobcat. One, and the sequence of events in that little scene is Bobcat handing the kid the kite and then the kid yep. just taking off. Yep. And then Joel Murray asking for shade and him just putting the chair that he was sitting in over his head. <laughs> yep. And then the fucking fat guy coming to sit on it. It's just like. That's not your you chair, can't, fella. We're down on the corner. You can't shove another joke in there. There's no room for another gag in that sequence. It's so funny. And then the two EMTs arguing over who gives him CPR. I have seniority. No, I'm telling you. You give him CPR. And then John Cusack and Bobcat breaking up the fight. It's just... It's very so many great little... Just little bits in it. Like when... But I, I mean, I love... I love... I love it just from the beginning when they're... When they're... Uh, it, it's kind of a stupid gag, but then it... it when uh, his mom comes in, and gives him the rental uh, gown. Yeah. And she goes, oh, he's washing. You know how many people wear these? So she, And then it shrinks, and he's wearing right. the shrunken gown. And you're like, oh, okay, that's kind of dumb. But then they're at generic high school in New York. Yep. Yeah. And then he goes, he's looking at his diploma, and, and Joel Murray goes, like, what's this get word? Out of generic. He, goes, he goes, what's this word? And he goes, your last name. And he goes, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then the tree on the roof of his car. And he's like, I know my parents yeah. don't think I'm irresponsible. <laughs> he's got this Dude. dead Christmas tree on the roof. This movie rules. Yeah, it is really more. I'm th- I might rewatch it tomorrow. I just I watch there's it so every many jokes year. that I just didn't. I just have missed. I watch it every June 21st to kick off summer and it, it never gets old. It's always funny. Uh, it, it's uh, Joe Flaherty when he's doing that. His so classic good, dude. When he goes, there's going to be armpits hanging from trees <laughs> and eyeballs. You're just going to have to poke them back in with a stick. <laughs> Wait, and then you're just like, why is this happening? And then it just pays off, and the kids yeah. attack them. The movie they, the movie in the drive-in that they're watching, Attack of the Killer Hemorrhoids, and then uh, Groundhog Day, which is like a Friday Thirteenth ripoff. Bobcat shot all those, so basically, oh, Savage, really? Savage Steve Holland said we need mo- like horror movies to show at the drive-in, so just go make something. And Bobcat just made those. Did all Joe Flaherty still alive? He is, yeah. Oh wow! I for some reason I thought he died. No, uh, none aside from John Candy, all the SCTV people are alive. Well, Tony Risotto isn't. He killed himself, but no one knows who he is. Yeah, well, rest in peace. Rest in power, Tony Rizzuto. Yeah. yeah. Can't even say his name right. Uh, Joe uh, Flaherty, huh? Son of a gun. The woman who plays Cookie. 
Uh, she, sure, I can get you. I'll get you her name. She's a she's got value. Kimberly Foster. Kimberly Cookie Foster uh, got married to a rich guy. Lives in Connecticut. Uh, stopped acting. Um, she I was love in when an, she gives him the uh, animal crackers. Yes, so Dude, he's got to swim his laps, but he's got floaties on. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, uh, it's amazing. Uh, it's enjoyable how much it held up. I was happy with it. Yeah, I was really. I was. Uh, I so this is not a movie that I. I, I honestly, Better Off Dead and One Crazy Summer, I never saw until I was, uh, an adult. My phone's gonna die. Uh, and I believe I probably borrowed Ken's, Ken's, uh, Ken's copies, when uh, I watched them. Because I think you were like, you gotta watch these, and I was like, I don't have to watch shit, and then I yeah. did. Yeah, because they're grown up. They're movies that well, you don't have to have seen how, when you're a kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, and they were still great. Better Off Dead, uh, I think that one was oversold to me. And then One Crazy Summer was such a delightful surprise. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I got to see this how I got into college. It's very good. It doesn't have Cusack, but it's still really funny. Uh, there's some really good jokes in it. It's a very funny movie. It's was very it Anthony similar. Edwards, right? Anthony Edwards is in it, yeah. Uh, and you know who's in it is um, the guy who plays Uncle Frank. <laughs> come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Who's <laughs> trying to win the radio contest? Oh, dude, that's yeah, yeah. Who, I remember the first. Who, who is that dude? He's a writer. He was married to Rebecca De Mornay for a long time. What the hell's his name? He Bruce wrote Wagner. The, Bruce Wagner. He wrote a bunch of really dark novels, and then he wrote the miniseries Wild Palms, and he wrote a bunch of movies. He's not an actor, uh, and he is in How I Got into College. Uh, because there's a running gag where him and Tom Kenny are the generic characters in an SAT question <laughs> that keep popping up in these, like, you know, two men are in a boat, and they're, like, four gallons of water. Like, they're the two guys. Oh, and they, that's it's, funny. Yeah, yeah, it's very funny. Uh, oh, Beans Baxter. That's Stabbage Steve Holland. Yep, The New Adventures of Beans Baxter was 1987. That was the first year of Fox TV. They so He created a show, and it was about sort of a teenage James Bond. Barry Crimmins was in it. He was a recurring character on that show. Yeah. Really? Uh, yep. Uh, Rick Overton was in it. It's actually a pretty fun show. It's, again, very, Savage Steve Holland's stuff is very consistent. <laughs> is that, so his, is his trajectory that... into, into children's television really isn't that insane insane because you watch this no. and you go like he made this movie other than there's you know uh, some profanity but there's no uh there's no sex Dude, no drugs the mind, nothing like the that mind of it though like the yeah it's that surreal childhood right. thing that was yeah. sort of became how you make kids shows because when you're a kid everything feels like a huge deal in the end of the world and the and weirdly the way that you can portray that best in a movie is by doing this big cartoonish thing to make yeah, it, it feels like a like Saturday feels. morning cartoon. Yeah. Right. And he, he got that and it was a big influence on stuff like the adventures of Pete and Pete and you know, everything that came after yes. it on TV. So it, it makes sense that he just went back into that world. He's still Can really you good. Get Beans Baxter somewhere. Is that streaming somewhere? Or? No, no, but I got it. Yeah. yeah. I get you some I'll hook you up. Ken's got everything. Ken's got it all. Not took me forever to find that. Allegedly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's a great show. He uh, he's still really good friends with Curtis Armstrong and Amanda Wiss and Diane Franklin. Like they all, Diane Franklin was in One Crazy Summer, but her scene was cut out. Oh really? Yeah. She was so, but she was on the set the whole time. <laughs> I can't believe Cusack 
thought he was making a serious movie in Better Off Dead. That's insane. Uh, one of the uh, craziest things I've ever heard. <laughs> Curtis told me that, uh, like, years later, like 10 years later, he was in New York and he went to a comedy club to see Bobcat perform. Him yeah. and Savage, they were hanging out and they went and saw Bobcat. And Cusack was in New York shooting a movie, so he went to see Bobcat as well. And they went backstage and Cusack came backstage, saw Savage Steve Holland, turned around and left. That's and Bobcat was like, well, that's fine. Yeah, he was like, what? Bobcat. Yeah, you, can, you can see the influence of Savage Steve on Bobcat's work. Oh, yeah. Bobcat said that uh, for some reason, people always have would hand Bobcat their wallet. Like when he toured with Nirvana, Kurt Cobain would give him his wallet before they got on stage. <laughs> be like, can you hold my wallet? And Cusack used to do that before takes. He'd be like, can you hold my wallet? And Bobcat was like, why the fuck would anyone give me their wallet? So he <laughs> he took Cusack's wallet and he bought like $2,000 worth of fireworks. <laughs> and then they were, him and Tony V were firing him off in the hotel they were staying at, like shooting bottle rockets down the hallways and stuff. And they got kicked out and it was all purchase with Cusack's money. <laughs> oh, that's great. But uh, he didn't care. Filming of this? Yeah, but Cusack didn't Dude. care. Cusack <laughs> didn't care about that? No, he was pissed no. at Savage Steve Holland for making Better Off Dead, but didn't care that Bobcat stole his wallet and bought a bunch of fireworks. Um, uh, Bobcat carrying the boat into the <laughs> for cooking into the water. Yeah. Just muttering just uh, to get a car we can carry. <laughs> I'll tell you what that sounds like. Sounds <laughs> yeah. like work. I'm going to get a hernia yeah. in my body. So He's so funny, man. I ha also have a press kit from this movie signed by the entire cast. Everybody, even Tom Villard, who uh, is no longer with us, and Cusack, who doesn't sign Better Off Dead stuff. He's, I mean, signed One Crazy Summer stuff. I got him to sign. And I never get autographed, um, but I was like, I need this. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man, this, uh, I mean, we could talk about how good this movie is for a million more hours. Uh, William Hickey, I wish I, that's my <laughs> one thing. He's got, he's such a great, he's just such a good sight gag. Like he's just a that's funny old guy. guy. Yeah. Grandfather. Hi yeah. grandpa. Hi daddy. Uh, she's got he throws, quite he's a just always got the fucking giant cigar. Yep. Uh, I, my own, that's my only regret. I wish he just. Because he's just got such a great speaking voice, too. He's just so I'll funny whenever he you, says anything. Friendship is the real trophy. Friendship! <laughs> People might know... He was in uh, he was in National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. People know him for yeah. that. Yeah. The yeah. blessing! Yeah. And he's the drunk and the producer. Like, he, yeah. he's just such a... He's a sight gag. He is a human sight yeah. gag. And he also was, you know, a talented actor and had worth and all that bullshit. But <laughs> just <laughs> And he also brought at. worth to his family and had... Probably That's true. I'm sure. At some point, uh, maybe. I can't speak to that. Who could say, really? To be honest with you, uh, you know, Jesus. Honestly, I don't know. It's not on his Wikipedia. So if his family was there, it's not as important as his work in Prezi's honor. Uh, I do think. You, do we know I the think budget on this? I think William Hickey uh, was a confirmed bachelor, by the way. Oh, Paul Lind. Yes. Okay, that makes sense. Center a lot square. Of these, yep. A lot of these actors are. A lot of these, yeah, a lot of these Hollywood actors types. Are. Hollywood types. Uh, I don't have, uh, I don't have budget for you. I, I got the box office off the Wikipedia. It says it made thirteen million. Um, the budget uh, was probably know, this, about six. Yeah, this yeah, could, this to. could be uh, an expensive comedy, or it could not be. I have no idea. Uh, I'm so There's a ton of deleted scenes. 
there's about an hour of deleted scenes. They shot way, uh, uh, whole subplots they cut out. Well, how do you get well, that? Well, dude, I wanted, Dan? I wanted, I wanted a little I bit more it. about uh, on foam. Foam, uh, the foam giant too. dolphin yeah. with rabies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Ken, we, uh, we, uh, all July, we watched uh, all four Jaws. Jolly, you're saying uh, it the wrong, Jaws, man. the the series of Jaws, Jaws, uh, Jaws, obviously Jaws two, Jaws three D, and Jaws the Revenge. And uh, we were gonna watch a documentary about sharks this week, but who gives a shit? Uh, but uh, we just happened to this happened to just have a Jaws filming on Martha's no, Vineyard parody within it. Planned out. Yep. You I, you had no idea. You couldn't remember Dude, that this I was in this movie. I told you. I said we need another one that has a uh, shock. When you did Jaws Vineyard. When you did Jaws three, did you read about the comedy versions of that that was originally supposed to be? Yeah, that that was yeah, the originally yeah. written by the guys that wrote uh, Animal Jaws House, three and National and Lampoons. Joe Dante and, then, and John Hughes wrote a script. Uh, I don't know. If, yeah, we didn't get that specific. And the movie we? was ori- the well, original. The this is the most informative episode of this show ever, and it's only because you're here. Otherwise, the original just be mean Bill going yeah, like, hey, we don't get this you- in depth, Ken. Sorry. It was funny when he's wearing the Godzilla suit, and Bill would be like, yeah, that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> I like Usually when he goes. I'd be doing a Travolta what? voice, and Shaw would be telling me to shut up. My favorite thing about when he finds the Godzilla suit, he goes, oh, I could wear that anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, at the end when the when the dog has puppies and they have cones on their fucking Oh, and they're so and they're funny. adorable though. <laughs> yeah, Bosco! Wrong with that dog too. She's just got weird ears. Bosco. Dude, that little girl is so funny in every scene. She's Savage Steve Holland's real cousin. Oh, really? She's not an actor. Uh her actual name is Squidly. <laughs> her no, real not. name is Squidly. He what? wrote Dude, that's not true. That's what he says, and he right, wrote that part for IMDb. her. It's his cousin. Where is the credits? I, they, her name is or, not maybe it's not an Squidly. actual name. That's her. That was Savage her Squidly. Family, Savage. Her family uh, nickname Squid, or whatever it was. Squid Calamari. Yeah. Played by. Oh uh, yeah, I saw that name. Christian Savage Goals. Squidly Calamari. Oh, Calamari. Uh, she was in. Uh, Wild, extensive uh, IMDb, uh, surprising. One Crazy Summer and The New Adventures of Beans Baxter. Yeah, she's Savage Steve Holland's cousin. She's not an actor. <laughs> That's oh, crazy. and this here's a fun fact: uh, the punk rock guy with the beard who's chasing Demi Moore in the beginning. Yeah. Yep. That's John Matus. He played um, Sloth in The Goonies. Oh. Oh. oh shit. John Matuzak. That's his name. He's dead now. Matuzak. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Sloth, the uh, the big uh, big hurdle in getting my kids to watch the Goonies. <laughs> yeah, fair I, enough. I, I feel like that uh, that's the one part of that movie that does not hold up. Um, but also because I'd never saw the Goonies all together until about two weeks ago. I'd only ever seen it in chunks, and I never realized that Sloth was chained to a wall. Yep. Did I tell you? I did a Q, a screening of it with um, Sean Astin and the Q&A with the best question we got the whole time was. No. So this little kid in the front row, this little kind of chubby kid, the whole the whole time, every time it was time to ask a question, he put his hand up and he was like desperate to ask a question. And so I saved him for last. And this kid you knew it was going to be gold, right? Knew it was going to be gold. He was maybe, I don't know, 10 or 12. This was his question. He, he goes, all right. So the Fatellis, right? They they own a restaurant. We go, yeah, and they go, 
But all they serve is ice cream and tongue? What kind of restaurant is that? (laughs) (laughs) That was his question. That's great. Kids are so stupid. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it is a good point. It's true. Yeah, you can't. You're not gonna make a lot. I would ask how many flavors they sold. Rocky I mean, Road, can, but hey, chocolate you know, ice cream. You're gonna make if you serve tongue. That's not gonna you know keep people from if you got good ice cream. Super you're chocolate gonna, eruption. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey uh, guys, my phone is uh, gonna die real soon, and I, I would hate to screw this up, but. Uh, well, it seems weird that we're being held accountable for that. But all right, <laughs> Sean's phone. <laughs> what? Uh, uh, so this is the first uh, week that we can roll out the Jaws scale. If it, if uh, so, can we have a we have, we had a theory on this podcast that all movies were one of th- three things. They were either a Boondock Saints, a Boondock Saints two, or not a Boondock Saints. And then it turns out that Boondock Saints two is a Boondock Saints. No, Boondock Saints is a Boondock Saints two. No, Boondock Saints two is an I am the cheese. Yeah, no, I am the cheese is better than both of them. Uh, yeah, anyways, our, our rating system was horribly flawed, and we got rid of it. Okay. And so we decided we're going to move over to a Jaws rating system, but we can't agree a on Jaws order. based. We can't agree on... Uh, Jaws is the only great masterpiece, and then Jaws yeah. 2 is the only true disaster. Though Bill has made publicly statements that Jaws 2 is almost as good as Jaws. Did you say as Jaws 2 is a disaster more than Jaws 4? Yeah, dude, Just 4 is so yeah, fun. he's ridiculous, isn't he? Here's the thing. No, 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 Ken. Ken. Man, I wish people could see Ken's face right now because it we is... We watched... Have you? When was the last disbelief. time you watched Jaws 2? I've watched all four Jaws movies probably in the last five years. Jaws 2 is an absolute snooze. It's so oh, it's, boring. It's, it's a boring retread for sure. So, so it has... It doesn't even have... Jaws 4 is insane. And Jaws yeah. 2 doesn't even have that going for it. So I would Jaws much rather watch Jaws 4. I mean, that's fair. Jaws 3 is fun. I think Jaws 3 is just a good, fun movie. Uh, you get Dennis Quaid. Did, you get I, Dr. Catherine I Morgan. Uh, I, I'd go, this is a Jaws right, so I'd to go me. Jaws, One crazy Jaws, Jaws 3, Jaws 2, Jaws 4. That's the... Okay. Well, the scale's all ruined. Uh, I guess we could just say, is this a Jaws or not a Jaws? And this is a Jaws. This is a great oh, movie. easily a Jaws. Yeah, on a scale of from one Jaws to ten Jawses is. This gets ten Jawses. This doesn't make sense. It's a ten Yeah, jaws. this is a Jaws. This, this has got 160 teeth, man. Yeah. This thing and rules. Same location, basically. You got the giant dolphin yeah. rabies. Yeah, it's perfect. Uh, it. I mean, it feels like if uh, I, I was reading the IMDb, Quick. they filmed a, they filmed a minutes. lot of this in Hyannis. This feels like Cape Cod. Yep. It, this feels more yep. like a New England movie than almost any other movie we've ever done. It yeah, just, it's, it uh, smells like the cape. I have one last fun fact. They asked Brian Wilson if they could use Beach Boy songs in the soundtrack, and he said he wanted to see a cut of the movie first before he would okay it. And he called up Savage Steve Holland, and he said, I have a problem. And he went, what? And he goes, why are the skies gray? <laughs> and he said, that's what beaches are like in New England. And he said, oh, yeah. okay, yeah, you can use the songs. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we are. Yeah, is, that's uh, how we live. <laughs> yep, Our we're beaches always just are sad. Yeah, very sad. Uh, but that was uh, that was fun. Thank you so much, Ken. We'll have you back on Thanks, soon. I Ken. think. Happy maybe to do we'll it make anytime. this into a regular thing. It was very um, uh, very informative. We'll have you on. Maybe man, we'll make we you down. Really, 
way you caught, more informative. Luckily, you caught me at home, so. We'll get you. We'll have you come down for the uh, the live record of Hamilton. And uh, so that's. What do we got up next week, Sean? Oh, Ken, dude, we're doing classic summer comedies back to back, baby. If One Crazy Summer is here, the next film is just a, just a, just an atoms away from being as good as this. We are watching the. I just want to get the year because I want to make sure I get it right because this, it's a cl- it's a classic in its own right. This is a great film. <laughs> It uh, just it 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 holds up great also as well. It's the 2010 American comedy film directed by Dennis Dugan, the way way by back? Adam Sandler. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, it's Grown Ups. We're doing it. it. It's uh, I've only seen Grown Ups too. So this is going to be finally answer some of the questions I've had lingering. Hey, tell this, uh, tell them the rest of our that month. Give them the rest of our summer ones where it's hitting here because he did oh, mention that. Yeah, it is. We do fun. have the we way, got, uh, way back coming up. We do. Liked. We got. Uh, we're doing. Uh, if you're listening at home, you like to catch up. We're uh, month of August. We're looking at grown ups. Then we're we're gonna watch the Moonrise Kingdom again, which is that's gonna be easy because I just watched that Moonrise Kingdom. It's a great movie. And I and I hated it it's the Wes first Anderson, time I saw right? it. And the the last time I watched it, I really uh, the last twenty minutes of that movie are fucking perfection. Uh, the way way back, and then. Uh, Closing out the summer, of course, the Freddie Prince uh, Jr. <laughs> Jessica Biel Cape Cod baseball film. <laughs> summer Catch. Any interest in coming back on the pod for Summer Catch, Ken? That's. Oh, I mean, he's catches, ended the Summer Skype Catches call. Catch Can. Summer Catches I, Catch I'd Can, baby. I'd watch. I'd watch Summer Catch for you. All right. Uh, That's good because I will not watch it for you, Sean. So I'm just gonna guess what happens. <laughs> Uh, if you're not listening to TV Guidance Counselor, the podcast uh, with my dear friend Ken Reed, created by my dear friend myself, you are missing out. I never, uh, I always, you're every time I tell out. people. Don't be stupid. Uh, go back. He's got years and years. He's been doing bi weekly since the beginning. Well, he's got like 400. No, weekly. How many episodes? Almost No, you don't do two a week, or are you only down to one a week? Uh, only do one a week, some weeks or two, but I have almost 500 episodes. 500 of these things great episodes with uh great uh guests like all the people that curtis armstrong and other yep. people that were on happy days was curtis yep. armstrong ever on happy days no he was probably not yeah jim beaver and jim beaver twice yeah oh yeah from uh uh deadwood, uh, deadwood. deadwood supernatural justified uh and then great local comedians like sean sullivan and bill mcmorrow that's Will right. they appear together on an episode of the TV Guidance Counselor? This is Possible. the time that we this ask them. when your phone <laughs> dies, Sean, and we never find <laughs> out. Never find I did out. tell Bill, uh, Ken, that I did ask if we could be on together, and I forgot to do that. So uh, let's set that I up, did. maybe. I don't know. We'll think we about it. We can do it. We can do it. Maybe we'll, have, maybe we'll have Selfie David Ortiz on. Who knows? Oh, my God. Oh, it's like I can't even believe Selfie. All right. We could do a whole episode as Mike Wahlberg and John Travolta. Your phone's going to die. I can't get into voices now. No. Uh, Thanks so much, Ken, for coming on. This was very fun. Uh, Oh, shit. I forgot to hit record. Um, Just kidding. Uh, Rate, review, subscribe. I don't know. Tell somebody to listen to the podcast. I don't give a shit. I get a backup if you you didn't hit it. Oh, this guy's... You know what, dude? Honestly... just have Ken record the podcast for us Hey, just... Why don't you send me that three track over and I'll... uh, We'll just use that (laughs) instead of this bullshit. I can if you want. Save me editing. (laughs) It won't be as good quality because of the, you know, you, you, you 
blink out a couple yeah. of times. But you've never really listened to this podcast before, so quality's not really our thing. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't talking that's about not content. A selling point. Ken. I wasn't talking about content. I was just talking about sound. Oh, sound is even worse than the content. <laughs> so, uh, all right, boys. Thanks so much. We'll see you again. Wash your hands.